0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organization. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit FreeFM.org.nz. Thank you for being with us on The Vedic Wisdom. I'm going to talk about something in a little different slant. I've talked about this subject before, and that's a little bit to do with why do we have so many problems on the planet? And we've covered that side of it. I want to go a little bit different tack on this. And that is the concept of why doesn't God intervene in my life? Where do all these problems come from? Why do I have these problems and God isn't protecting me from them? I've come to understand who God is. I understand that I am a subordinate to the Lord. I understand that there is service to be done. I'm qualified to do that. But I have all these problems. Wherever I go, whatever I do, I'm still faced with these problems and I want these problems to go away, why isn't the Lord intervening? I'll jump over some of the basics here, because we have covered this on another show. But in general, your free will is allotted to you by God and never taken away. If he intervenes in your life and makes it go this way or that way, he's destroying your free will. Now you say, well, I want this, so if he gives it to me, it's my will. That's true only in the sense of desire, but it's not true in the form of execution. Everything you get, you earn. Okay? That's another law. Nothing is freely given. Everything is earned. Now, you have to step back to get this in proper perspective that we are eternal living entities, and we live eternally, but we have a large number of temporary material bodies on our sojourn through our reality. So you may say, well, oh, this just came to me. No, you earned it in a previous life and it didn't get a chance or it didn't work out to come back till now. There was no given, there was no freebie. It came from another time. But you still had to earn it. Everybody has to earn everything. So from that point of view, you can't say what's happening to me in my life is somebody else's cause. And similarly, you can't say it's up to somebody else to fix or to enjoy. It's not like that. It's yours. You created by your activities and your desires, and you suffer or enjoy the results of those activities. Mind, body, and deed. The benefit that you're getting from God is He's not bringing misfortune to you. Now, what I mean here is, let's say you do 25 things wrong in your whole life. That's all. The rest of your life has been a long, endless chain of really nice things. Now, those 25 things that you did wrong, They can come back over your next life during the period of all these thousands of wonderful things come back to your life. And you'll go, oh, I hit a pothole. Oh, I got this problem. Oh, I got something to fix. And it's tolerable, manageable. You go through a long period of time. Oh, crisis. Okay, sort it out. Cope. Change it. Fix it. Work it out. Okay, it's passed. Wonderful period of life begins again. That's great, isn't it? But it could also come back that all 25 of these things come down on you in rapid succession at the same time. Bang, 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 bang. And 25 steps and you're out. Your life is crashed. It's a disaster. You might be dead. Well, the Lord doesn't do that. There is where he's helping. He's keeping these 25 little issues separated so that you can cope. You don't have the right to say, make them go away, Lord. No, 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 no. They're your cause, your result. All the good and all the bad. He does not interfere with your free will or the results your free will earns. But he does keep you from having misfortune. He does spread it out so you can cope. There's that phrase, just um, a If God brings you to it, God will get you through it. Okay? Well, this is exactly the same thing. He's brought you to one of your 25 problems. Not all of them. Maybe he'll bring you to two or three. But not all of them. So, behind the scenes, unperceptibly by you, He is helping you not to get these 25 smack, bang, 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 all at the same time, ear out. So you are getting mercy. But you want free ride. You want freedom from the results of your mistakes. And that's not how it works. What do you learn There are people that think that I can do anything I want and I'll never be held responsible and it doesn't matter. I can go to the grave and die and nobody will ever know I did those things. Wrong. The results of karmetic reaction jump the birth and death, period. They're above the cycle of birth and death. You could be getting some bad karma or some good karma for something you did five lifetimes ago. So this is a very complex science. It's not something to be trivially laughed at. This is a very serious science. And you can learn. You can begin to understand it. You can piece it together. And the important part is, you watch what you do. It's better that you watch what you do and improve the quality of your actions, minds, uh, uh, deeds, words, etc. Than it is to go along irresponsibly. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Oh, who cares? Nobody will ever know. It will never come back on me. I'm just going to die and go into a dark pit in the ground. It won't matter. This is childishness. So the Vedic literature says, you have this concern about why isn't God fixing my life when he is... Because the 25 aren't coming down at the same time. They're coming out spread out over your life so you can cope. Yes, there will be rain in your life, but you can get through it. But if it all came down at once, you might not. So the mercy is there. The opportunity to do the right thing is given to you. The opportunity to engage in spiritual activities, the opportunity to hear the transcendental Hare Krishna Maha Mantra is a very special opportunity in the human form of life, in any form of life, frankly. But it is a special turning point because that mantra is not material. It's not bound by karma. It's above karma, it erases karma. It protects you from karma. If you are in a position where you are vibrating the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, you do not get your karma during that period. Huh? So if you were vibrating the mantra all the time, you wouldn't get any karma? Right. So there is a loophole in the laws of nature caused by the Lord created by the Lord I should say that can be applied to your life the maha mantra and if you learn that mantra and you use that mantra you apply that mantra and you become offenseless to that mantra your life goes up 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 at a very steep amazing rate out of your material conditioning out of your material contamination out of your frustrations and anxieties in this very life so you can finish this life totally in a spiritual conception of life this is a very potent solution like having a disease and you get the right medicine bang you turn around immediately you start getting well immediately in a very short period of time it's behind you well this karmetic bound lifetime or should I say cycle of lifetimes can be stopped with the right medicine, the maha mantra, you have to identify that your activities are the cause of good and bad results. There is not someone else causing you these things. These things are coming from your own actions. Even if another person uh, impacts you, you're standing there talking to someone with your hand on the car, and they close the door and catch your finger. Yow! It was still caused by you. The person who closed the door didn't know your hand was there. It was totally unintentional. They were just delivering you a little bit of bad karma that you had coming from who knows how long ago. But it was caused by something you did. So you go, well, wait a minute. I can actually impact the quality of my future if I know this to be true I can actually avoid things I don't need to do that I shouldn't say that I shouldn't do that this this isn't good I'm not gonna harm them I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna squish that bug for no reason I'm gonna just hold off and you actually begin to improve your future and you can see how this is very practical and maybe some period uh, down the road in the future Something nice will happen to you, and you won't even know why. But at the moment, you made the right decision, and you know, sooner or later, somehow or other, it will benefit you down the way. So this is called karma yoga. That a person is aware of the laws of karma, understands there's two accounts, The more good you put in, the more good you get back. The more bad you put in, the more bad you get back. And they do not cancel each other out. They're separate accounts. Well, why fill the negative account? Fill the positive account. This is called karma yoga. And you become aware that you're making decisions all the time, every day, everywhere you go, under every circumstance you can be in. And those decisions all have a right and wrong answer and you start getting more and more and more and every single one of them right and you know what your future is better and better and beautiful and perfect so this is what the vedic literature is saying to you use the maha mantra as a tool to purify yourself from the karma you don't want and you use your conscious awareness to on the karma yoga platform to keep from contributing to the things you don't want and to positively contribute to the results you do want. And then use the mantra to bring your mind clear, your senses free and purified so that you can actually enter into bhakti yoga, transcendental devotional service above the laws of karma. You do the act for yourself, you earn karma. You do the act for the satisfaction of God, you don't. So you begin to go out of karma yoga into bhakti yoga. And you're on the transcendental platform. And what comes back to you? Nothing. Well, what do you do? You're offered purified transcendental devotional service uninterrupted that brings absolute happiness oh my goodness this is a reward yes this is what the maha mantra is about this is what the Vedic literature is about this is what purification is for this is what your human form of life is supposed to do this is the goal you're supposed to achieve so take this amazing opportunity reading the Vedic literature chanting the maha mantra Uh, engaging in analytical understanding of your decision-making process because you're actually doing it all the time but people don't generally speaking notice it they just go through life and let it kinda happen to them this is foolishness this is irresponsible so don't be irresponsible recognize this is a science if you want to understand any of the other sciences, it's a lengthy process, it's complicated, there are rules, it's multifaceted, many levels. This is science, Well, that's what we're talking about in the science of action and reaction and the purification of that action or reaction to uh, Bhakti Yoga transcendental devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, this is a um, leap out of the human experience, out of the uh, social experience. This is a leap into the transcendental perspective above all these material things, above everything that's temporary. It totally reaches out and you are situated on the eternal platform. Now, you are eternal. So you need to be on the eternal platform to be happy. And you need to know the science. The science of good and bad. The science of how I got here. The science of how to get out of here. The science of what is devotional service. The science of how do I fit into it. The science of what is the best objective, the final goal. It's all science. So since you've not been taught this science in school, you've not been taught this science by your parents. You've not been taught this science In society, Vedic literature says you must accept a spiritual master, a fully realized soul who knows the science by experience and realization. He can give you that guidance. He can give you that understanding. He can teach you the science of achieving love of God, purifying yourself from the cycle of birth, death, old age, and disease. The spiritual master is always here. The spiritual master comes in many forms. The spiritual master is repeatedly here. He incarnates on as many planets as is necessary to deliver the disciples. If you become a disciple of the spiritual master, which means you surrender to his instructions, it's called initiation. There's a vow. I promise not to engage in activities that frustrate my spiritual advancement. And I promise to vibrate the Maha Mantra for purification of everything I've done wrong previously. And the spiritual master says, I promise to instruct you on this science of developing love of God. And I promise to deliver you from the cycle of birth and death. Wow. What a vow. This is the initiation vows that all the disciples of the spiritual master accept. I will refrain from those activities that inhibit my spiritual progress and I will engage in those activities that benefit it and the spiritual master says I will give you all instructions in this science so you see everything in proper perspective and you will become achieve perfection and end the cycle of birth and death in this temporary material world and return to your rightful original position in the spiritual world eternally a happy, knowledgeable servant in transcendental love. This is way above the pecking order here in the material world. This is way above good and bad activities. This is activities, eternal activities on the transcendental platform meant to be the path to perfection. That path to perfection is open to every sincere person and that's the qualification you must be sincere no joking no playing you must be ready to take your life seriously you must be willing to take the reins the controls of your life seriously you're not here to play you're not here to enjoy you do that when you're a child but adults don't do that there are many 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 children in adult bodies still playing with toys still finding fault, still irresponsible, still arrogant, still foolish, still selfish. They're children. They may be 60, they may be 40, they may be 25, but they're still children. So what do they need? They need to wake up to this science. The science of bhakti yoga, the science of love of God, the science of self-realization. You won't find it in the dictionary. You won't find it at the library. You won't find it on your phone. You won't go- find it by Googling it. You have to find the fide spiritual master, read his books, meet his disciples, learn from them how to become a disciple, become a disciple. And your perfection is guaranteed so this is all given very very clearly in the Vedic literature the knowledge is there it's shared completely the guidance is there by the spiritual master he's completely committed the opportunity is made available to you are you going to accept it are you going to keep your vows the spiritual master never breaks his vows to you you have to maintain your vows to him. I will not inhibit my own spiritual progress. I will not engage in activities you've told me not to. And I will engage in activities that you told me will clear the path to my understanding this science and acting accordingly and achieving ultimate perfection of life. So we're encouraging you. Take responsibility for your life. Even if you don't, at this point, understand why certain things come down on you and other things uplift you. Investigate what is happening to you and try to see that you caused everything that happens to you in your life in the previous period. Maybe this life, maybe five lives ago, we have no idea. But we can understand that this act produces this result. And so if I got this result, then I must have done that act. And you're freed from this doubt. Why did that happen? What is going on? Can I solve this problem? How am I going to get out of here? How am I going to stop these problems from coming back to me? Why isn't God stopping these problems from coming back on me? Because you won't learn the science if he does. The Lord is allowing the good and the bad to come back on you because if you're actually sincere, you'll learn from both. You learn from your successes and you learn from your failures. You learn from both. So you have to see this as a very intelligent method that is applied to your life by higher authority. You can't stop it, so why not understand it and act accordingly? That's what the Vedic literature is about. That's why the spiritual master incarnates. That's why the disciples of the spiritual master are trying to reach out to the people to give them an opportunity to read the Vedic literature. That's what the Vedic literature is for. So there is a solution to all of the problems of life. There is the knowledge required. There is the understanding. There is the path through. There is the correction. It's all there for you. But you have to be sincere and make contact to it. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Make yourself ready. Get control of your life. Notice how good creates good and bad creates bad. Start watching your activities. Start looking for an opportunity to read the Vedic literature. To understand under the spiritual master's teachings to be a disciple of the spiritual master, to engage in bhakti yoga and reach perfection in one life. The remainder, I should say, of one life. This is where the opportunity is. It's in the Vedic literature. It's in understanding things in proper perspective. It's in taking control of your life. Please take that opportunity. You will be benefited on the higher platform. This is the benefit of the Vedic literature. This is the benefit of surrendering to the spiritual master. Read Bhagavad Gita as it is, by his divine grace. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.